This is the third week of our Advent homily series, Eventually. Let's play on the word for eventually because Christmas will get here eventually. And this Sunday signals that we are close. Today is the third Sunday of Advent, or Godate Sunday as we call it in the church. And we use the color rose this Sunday to, to set it apart, to remind us to, to stay joyful because it's almost here. Gaudate is a Latin word meaning rejoice or be joyful. And the truth of the matter is, is that we're all longing for joy. But that word Gaudate is not just to have joy, but to be joyful. It's something we do, not just something we have. So we begin today by looking at the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians as he begins with one of those Hallmark greeting card scriptures. You know, one that you see hanging up in somebody's house, probably at grandma's house, on one of those little wooden plaques, or maybe one that you find at Hobby Lobby. And it says, rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always. Which seems pretty simple. But when you start to tear apart those two words and really think about rejoice, and always, it can seem pretty hard to rejoice always. I mean, we may even ask, you know, even when things are hard, even when I am or I, I feel broken, even when I'm sad, even then I'm supposed to rejoice. And then there's the other part of this scripture passage, which reads, in everything, make prayer and petition Really, in everything? I mean, we've talked a lot about prayer over the last year or so. We've talked about it, how sometimes it can be hard. And sometimes it can even be time-consuming if we let it be. So we might think, you know, I'd love to just spend time in prayer. I'd love to have that kind of time where I could just come here to the church and spend time here praying, maybe in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Or maybe I would love to spend just lots and lots of times in, in Scripture so that I can get to know our Lord better. Maybe that's the way I could pray. But you know, I really do have things to do. When I have a job and I, I need to work and make a living to take care of my family, maybe even for students, they might be saying, you know, I got a big test, especially at this time of year in December. So, you know, there's all kinds of things I need to be doing. Then the passage continues and Paul says, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. And so as, as Americans, we aren't really taught to ask for help. We're supposed to be able to do it all on our own. That's what a self-sufficient, self-made person is, right? Someone who doesn't need any help. And asking for help in that, in that state of mind can be a sign of weakness. Or so a pride tells us. But even but Paul makes it abundantly clear here that if we're to rejoice in the Lord, we must pray and make petitions to God. We must ask for his help. And so it takes humility to even know that we need help, much less to admit it and to ask for it. But we read here in St. Paul, it's by prayer, thanksgiving, and this type of humility that we actually find joy. So many of us are seeking happiness and fulfillment, 
mean, we want something more. I mean, we just had a series not too long ago called Made for More, and we realized that we're made for more than just the ordinary things of life. We can't always identify it, but we feel this, this heaviness with life. I mean, this, this heaviness that, that kind of is this layer over top of everything. Just this heaviness, that, this feeling that I want to be joyful. I mean, I want to be happy, but for some reason, I, I just can't or I can't find that. Or I don't even know what it even feels like. And so we seek it in things. Advertising companies certainly know that we have this longing, so they advertise products that we are told will make us a better version of ourselves. What advertising is really telling us is, is that you can buy joy. If you just do this thing, or you buy this product, or you get this item, you'll be happier and more fulfilled. Sometimes it's couched in terms of organization that just being more organized will make you happy. Or this item will make you look better or feel better. Or if you're more entertained, you'll be happier. What people are selling us is a solution to the problem of why we lack joy. But the solution can't be found in these things. According to Scripture, it's only found in God. And we find that through prayer and thankfulness and humility. Now, prayer is, we've talked a lot about it, but prayer really is communion and communication with God. And we can communicate and commune with God in different ways that we can't always do through speaking. Prayer is to become mindful of God's presence in all aspects of our lives. We're always in the holy presence of God. And we simply don't recognize it. I mean, it's just to be mindful of God's presence itself is to enter into prayer. The psalmist says there's no place, it's, there's no place that we can go to escape God's presence. So to pray unceasingly, to pray always, is to be mindful of that, which leads us to gratitude. Thankfulness or gratitude is when we recognize that all things are a gift from God. It can be hard to be grateful because in our world we become trained to look at the things that we do not have. If I pick up my, my cell phone, I look at social media, or I, I see what other people have in Instagram or Facebook. I see it on the news stories and in commercials and on TV. But we even see what our friends have, and we think, mm, man, I wish I had that. And so we start to compare ourselves and think, if I just had that, I'd be happier. We're trained to because by training you to be jealous of other people, you'll want to buy it. Consider the impact that that's had on you and on me, especially as we go towards Christmas. There's been a big push on sales and buying stuff since Black Friday and really even before that. A news report I read the other day said that people will buy more things for themselves than they will for other people. Why is that? It's because we're seeking something. But to know that God is present with me means that all the things that I have are a gift which I can be grateful for. And by that, gratitude grows exponentially in our hearts. As I become grateful, as I start to thank the Lord, 
my mind starts to see other places that God has blessed me, other areas where I can truly be grateful. But gratitude is only possible when we're humble. Humility helps us to recognize these things as a gift that comes from outside of myself. God doesn't give them, God doesn't have to give them to me, but chooses to give them to me. And how can I not be grateful for the things that God chooses to give me, especially when I don't deserve them? I mean, we read today that John the Baptist baptizes Jesus. It's a critical moment in Jesus' ministry, a necessary moment. John the Baptist knows he is not worthy to baptize Jesus, and yet it's a gift that Jesus allows John to get to baptize him. Not because Jesus needed to repent of sins or be forgiven of sins, but because that's the moment that inaugurates Jesus' mission and the sacrament of baptism itself. John gets to be a part of it. John acknowledges he's not worthy. Neither am I. Neither are you. And yet God allows us to have a participation in the work that he does, this ongoing work in our world. How can I not be humbled by that? And then be grateful for that. And then to be mindful that none of that is possible without God's presence in my life. If you want to be joyful, my brothers and sisters, then you have to stop looking at what you don't have. You have to stop looking at what other people have. You have to stop being envious of what other people have. And you need to start looking and what God is doing in your life, what he's given you. That'll help us in, in relating to people around us and sharing that. We all have family and friends who could use joy this year. And so now I'm going to ask you, invite them. Invite them to Christmas Mass this year. It'd be a great way to live out our bishop's letter. But not all of us are, are comfortable yet praying or sharing our, our story with someone of how God's working in our life. So really the next best thing is to invite someone to Mass with you, and especially at Christmas. If they can't come to Mass or they don't feel comfortable yet, invite them to join us on Facebook or YouTube. Watching online first may actually help them to feel more comfortable about what they're getting into and what they're seeing. So what's the key to joy this Advent, this third Sunday? to pray unceasingly, to be grateful for what God is doing, has done, and will do, and to be humble enough to recognize that we don't deserve it, we can't earn it, but it's through God's great love that we have it.